Are you recording? Dude, why don't you ever tell me when you're recording? You used to be like, one, two, three, go. Now you're just like, I'm just going to record and Zach can say whatever he wants and look like an idiot. You're still recording. Jordan, let's go. Let's be serious. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BA Podcast. I am your host, Jordan. And I'm your host, Zach. This is where we give you no-nonsense arguments mixed with a tire pile of nonsense from zach over a here tire pile or an entire, entire pile yeah i thought you said tire this pile. is where we talk about <laughs> all things and fun and interesting and exciting in life like sports outdoors theology everything you can think of and where we show you how christ is the center of all yeah whether you like it or not today we couldn't come up with anything so we're gonna talk about <laughs> what? How to be prepared. We did come up with. Things. Oh, never mind. We did come up with something. We came up with a show about being prepared that we didn't prepare for at all. I definitely didn't, but that's me. Well, normally. you never prepare for shows, anyways. Yeah, and you that's just what's... pull it all out of your butt. So, but that's what makes it fresh. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> fresh and butt don't go in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing something wrong. Why didn't you prepare? You never, I mean, you never prepared. I why did. Didn't you prepare? I, I, I wrote down a whole bunch of notes. It's three words. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to, to fly by the seat of my pants. I think that's a common expression, which makes no sense. Like, how do you how, fly exactly on the seat of your pants? Yeah. Does that mean that you're using your pants to fly or the seat of your pants? Just are you like flapping well, them in the wind? Instead of a magic carpet, it's a magic pant seat. That sounds <laughs> like a euphemism. <laughs> no, we, we are going to talk about uh, being prepared, basically, in specifically in terms of going out into the woods, what you should have, what you shouldn't have, uh, what you should do beforehand, mainly because of something that happened to me recently, so Jordan thought it was relevant. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah, we're going to go into that, whether you should be prepared, and then how does God factor into that is... Trusting God, being prepared, or being presumptuous. Right. Um, Speaking and, of being prepared, Zach, yeah. Zach, do you need an ark built? An ark built? Yeah, because I know a guy. Oh, my <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's good, dude. Your, your jokes are going from a zero to a 0.5. <laughs> progress. Uh, yeah, that is progress. I will give you that. Um, but first... Something happened to you this week. I heard that you got your balls put back up inside of you. What? Yeah, they were falling out, and now you finally have them. That, was, that was a bad visual. Well, I'm the one that has to look at them. Because you still won't <laughs> Dude, wear that's clothes. Gross. <laughs> I know. I'm trying about? not to. I don't know where to look. Like I'm trying like, really what do you do with hard your hands? not to laugh because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I only have three holes in my abdomen right now. Oh, did they add an extra one? No. Oh. So is it true that you're not allowed to lift things over 10 pounds? I'm not supposed to lift anything right now. Is that why you pee sitting down? <laughs> <laughs> or or what happened to family friendly show? This is family friendly. I'm just curious is all. No, I had just but, had a minor so, operation. It a wasn't minor that operation, big of a yeah. deal. And so so today's show is all about, because laughing hurts, right? Yeah, it's hard so, to so laugh. So today's show is all about trying to get you to laugh. <laughs> no, today's show is about me trying to get you to laugh, and you never laugh. Well, that's because so. you have bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> My jokes are amazing. Yeah, I steal them all, so they're I know they're good. I don't. I'm not original. Debatable. That is that is not debatable. You are 100 percent a plagiarist. Is that a word? A plagiarist. Plagiarist. Plag. I don't know. Plagiarizer. It just Plag sounds like I like plagues. 
You probably do. I wouldn't put that past you. Maybe that's why you had to have surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this is probably the least I've prepared for a show, but I have a good excuse. So yeah, I, I do did, too. I did get operated on a couple days ago. Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. It's hard to well. laugh. I would prefer you more if you were like in a wheelchair. And <laughs> Why? Because then I can make fun of you more. I can walk. I just can't like sit up or bend over hardly. So that's not. Or lift anything. That's not anything new. <laughs> yeah. That hurt. That hurt? <laughs> but no. So what spurred this show was I was gone a little bit this week and the wife and I went on a trip. And we went to Glacier, which this time of year is still pretty closed, pretty snowy. Covered in snow, is There's still it? some stuff. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Down, down low is not too bad. And, and we attempted a hike that Jordan thinks we weren't prepared for. Well, the way you told the story sounded like you were climbing K2 or something. Dude, I think K2 is a step down from what we were climbing. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, you know K2 is the deadliest mountain in the world, right? Yeah, but that's because they're not prepared like I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it. Wait, the mountain it itself is deadly? Yeah, it's got like a 49% fatality rate. But how is the mountain deadly? I think it's deadly? K2. The mountain there is, might be another one the that's The mountain worse. is a inanimate mass. Yeah, but... Everyone that climbs that mountain, forty nine percent of them die. Either usually on the descent is one. Wait, do they die. know this before they climb it? Yeah, and they still want to go climb it. Yeah, why? I mean, I did. You climbed quick. No, I wanted to climb it. <laughs> Never got very far, but yeah, in that venture, was it all the dead bodies you kept climbing? <laughs> no, <over? laughs> that's Mount Everest. Oh, they actually Mount get... Everest has a much higher success rate than K two. K two is one of the deadliest I mountains. I don't get the appeal at all. Like, why would you want to go do something I don't that you got a 50-50 chance of living through? I don't know, because just, just to, to conquer what? something like just that. Just to what? Just to conquer something like that. You get that. to the top, and you got know. the same view as an airplane ride. Well, you, airplanes can't go up to there. Well, airplanes can, yeah. You just said airplanes can't go I was thinking helicopters. I don't think helicopters can fly that high. I don't know. I, I don't get the appeal. No, anyway, so when I told you the story, I didn't really tell you all the things that we had done to prepare. And so I think that you thought we weren't prepared. And that's why you you assumed well the way you tell stories sounds like you weren't prepared no i totally was dude i had my survival pack with me it was full of energy drinks and candy <laughs> and we had we had limited room though and we we're trying to be ultralight hikers now so we had to throw a few things out to fit the ultralight self hikers yeah yeah that's what does that even mean um i don't know i think it has something to do with carrying as little as possible with you that way it's not as exhausting but we had to make room for the selfie stick, so... Why don't you just carry nothing? I mean, that's just about as prepared as you usually are, so... That's 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 not true. I only wear nothing when I'm going for no tan lines. So I'm correcting myself real quick. The death rate on K2 is 29%. So 29 Dude, out of 100 were, people die. You were way off. It's the second deadliest mountain What's the first the deadliest mountain? Mount Annapurna. That's that, where's that? Uh, I'm looking up the death rate of Mount Annapurna. Is it like 30%? That's still insanely high, man. And you, you would want to go do that? Well, at one point I did, yeah. And then you saw the death rate? Uh, So Annapurna's fatality rate is 38%. 38 out of 100 people. How many people climb it every year? Like, um, It looks like they've had 191 successful ascents. Oh, wait, that was as of 2012. I don't know. I didn't come prepared for this. So Yeah. See, I'm the one that's always prepared, unlike you. But no, so we had 
I had my pack with me. I had my gun with me. I had a knife. I had my cell phone, which tells me the direction we're going. <laughs> your cell phone. <laughs> I mean, it does. Yeah, dude. Pretty much all you need is your cell phone. Because then you can just Google what things happening. What do you eat? Or how does your cell phone oh, stop I, you if you fall off the side of the mountain? Well, you can use it to not fall off the side of the mountain. Um, but more, more, more realistically, after you fall off the side of the mountain, you can then find your way back out because you oh. have your cell phone. But you made it sound like there was going to be like avalanches and all this stuff by oh, just they're... hiking up there. So I'm not really an expert at reading snow, <laughs> but there was definitely it was white though. It was white. Yeah, there was not a lot of yellow. And snow. there was it was snow. mostly white. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was snow. <laughs> but it had snowed the night before, and at the start of the hike, there was probably like three three inches of fresh snow and by the time we turned around it was more like five or six also side note it is harder to walk through snow that's chest deep than it looks <laughs> why were you walking through chest deep i wasn't snow? that would be very deep snow <laughs> i think that would be impossible we Wait, so so you had a backpack yeah i had a backpack with candy bars and energy drinks that's what you said <laughs> yeah those, that's the survival kit so if you needed to be warm i had clothes you just, on <laughs> you had clothes on <laughs> are you gonna burn chocolate bars no you burn the forest how do you start the fire i had a magnifying glass <laughs> why did you have a magnifying to glass? start a fire who has a magnifying glass it also doubles as a way to cook your ants before you eat them and kills them do ants live in snow I don't know. I didn't find it. <laughs> but I think ants are everywhere because they're a pest. And I'm just doing my job to get rid of pests. Yeah. Well, so, and we're hiking, which also creates energy. And also, a little tip for you guys. If you're hot when you're hiking, a way to cool off is to take the snow and put it down your shirt. Or <laughs> if you want to stay hydrated. Wait, but then we you're just going to get we, we wet and cold. No, no, because you're still hiking. So you're, you're Why warm. would you put snow down your shirt? To stay cool. To regulate your temperature. It's like internal air. But that's why you sweat. You don't need to put snow down your shirt. You're sweating already, so you're wet, and that cools you off. But it's hot sweat, and you need something cool. It's hot sweat? Yeah. I also, we didn't we didn't need water because there was snow everywhere, and you can, you can eat that <laughs> to stay hydrated. Well, how are you going to purify the water? Or you, just, you don't need to purify snow. You're not supposed to eat snow because that cools your internal body temperature down too much. Then no, you, you then you, you get hyperthermic. You first let it melt on your body. That way it's not cooling your... <laughs> so it's cooling your external, not your internal. it off of your body. Yeah, it's a little salty, but <laughs> that also helps because you need salt and electrolytes. Wait, so let's get back. So you had <laughs> you had a backpack. Yeah, I had a backpack. Candy bars and energy drinks and that's it it actually had water and trail mix in it okay so, yeah so you're not dead i mean you survived. yeah no so um, obviously you were prepared yeah. well enough to survive we, 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 i i had jeans on and non-slip work boots and we were going through so there was like there's like three to six inches of fresh snow because we were climbing almost uh 3600 feet on this trail but then as you go up the snow was going up to like your thigh because of how deep the snow that was already up there is this 3600 feet coming from the guy who was walking in chest deep snow or the guy who was walking in three inches of snow it was both well yeah but your your depth perception no, no, no this is accurate the, the, the 3600 doesn't come from me that comes from the trail guide oh okay if i was estimating it i would say it was more like seven thousand feet <laughs> and it was it was a fairly long hike it was taller than your head yeah 
It was. And you had to look up to see the top of it. <laughs> and, uh, but no, um, I had a knife with me. That way, if I like fell or something, I could use that to get into the ice and stop myself from falling. Um, so you're in Glacier, right? Yeah. What happens if a grizzly bear charges you? Are you going to well, throw candy bars and say fetch? Well, there's there's plenty of options here. First of all, it's still kind of winter, so they're probably all hibernating still. So you don't really need to worry about them. They, they're but, coming out pretty soon. Yeah, just like you. And um, <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> so the other things we had, yes, there. that is a good solution to throw food, and they'll go after the food and not you. I also have my wife with me. I just need to outrun her. Um, I the, think your wife would outrun you. That's actually probably true. She does like running, and I do not. But other options include uh, playing dead, throwing snowballs at them, uh, creating an avalanche to bury you and the grizzly bear, and hopefully they'll rescue you and not the grizzly bear. Why don't you just go for the all-time stabbing record? That is an option I mean, as well. You're gonna I had die. a knife. You're going to die anyway, so just stab the bear as many we, times as you we can. We did have bear spray. I think the record's like 27 times we, before you die. That's a real record? Yeah, you might as well just go for it. And he still died? It's a joke, you <laughs> numb nut. <laughs> numb nut. That's probably what you're feeling That's right now. That's what you're nuts like walking in chest-deep snow. Dude, seriously. You have no idea. Just shrivels right up. But we did have bear spray. We just left it at home. Oh, that's effective. Yeah. But no, I had my gun. You should be proud of me. I had my gun, and it had bullet in it. I'd like to see you try and take down the grizzly bear with a little handgun. Dude, it wasn't a little handgun. <laughs> it was a twenty-two. No, <laughs> so, I mean, all things considered, I feel like we were more prepared than you probably think we were, but still very underprepared. We we should have had snowshoes. We probably should have had trekking the, poles. No, those are actually fire. just get in the way. And they've also proven that you can stab yourself with those if you fall. So. Yeah, those are bad. Trekking poles make really good swords. That's how you would take down a grizzly bear? I mean, if that's all I had, yeah. You use, you use I've a, read a stories of pole? people using trucking poles to fend off bears, bear attacks. Yeah, those sound like tall tales. No, because the end's sharp. You could use you it. You're saying a trekking pole would hold a off a bear's bear eye out. attacking you. I mean, if it's all you had or all you could get to in the moment, yeah, I would use it. I Wouldn't you? Well, Maybe. I've never understood. It'd be the, better than just they, like they've poking always said, its eyes out with your fingers. They've always said you play dead. I just don't understand that. Like at what point I would never play dead. At what point give do, me you, a break. do you give up on that though? When when he's eaten half of you? I wouldn't do that. But they say it's super effective. Yeah. The yeah, who says that? People who haven't gotten attacked by bears. Them. You're gonna die anyways. You might as well do something. No, no, they say that, that they think you're dead and so they leave they, they leave you alone. Yeah, I know that's the theory, but that... It, go read stories, man. That hardly ever works. Well, could it be because no one hardly ever does it? No, I think I think some people do. Yeah. I, I I don't think but I. But honestly, honestly, if here we go, if you're prepared, you shouldn't ever be in a position where you have to play dead because you have means of defending yourself, like carrying a handgun or like carrying pepper spray, something where you can defend yourself. Or in your case, you plan a trekking pole. If that's what you had. And that was your last option. I'd be using that before I play dead. Yeah. Well, so, so what do you take hiking then? Because we had pretty much everything you take. I prep depending upon the scenario. You prep depending upon the scenario. Yeah. So it depends upon what you're doing, how long you're going to be gone, and where you're going. That's what you prep for. So what I do is I just 
grab a backpack and there's something in there that helps me that's great <laughs> and then i'll put like some water in i'm not totally dumb i put some water in there and then usually some food because i get super hungry so are you asking like bare necessities like that's a song that everyone should have sure yeah because you're, you're saying i was underprepared <clears throat> Well, I what, think... what we mostly got underprepared for, besides like survival stuff, if something bad had well, happened. Well, definitely dress right. I think that's a start. Jeans are not not um, recommended. Why not? Because they're totally cotton. They don't keep you warm, and they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you leave it's... with they're terrible? <laughs> it's not that I hate jeans. I just think they're terrible, think and they're I don't terrible. like them at you all. Don't like them at all? Yeah, yeah. I would definitely dress right, yeah. But also, you know, like, bare minimum, have water. I had some water. food, and which there's you snow. had. Yeah. Have a means of warmth, so something to start a fire with. One way to start a fire is fine. So what about the old school using the bow and the stick to rub them together? No, because no, there's no reason you should you should resort what if, to that. What about lightning strikes? Does that work as a way to start a fire? <laughs> so do you take a key and a kite? Is that what you no, do? No, so we had a selfie stick. Oh. We just attach that to a tree. What if there's no storms in the weather? That is a minor setback, but they are putting enough stuff in the jet streams that it, the weather's just going to go bad eventually. Oh, okay. That may or may not be a conspiracy. Well, I don't, so we can get into the specifics of like how to be prepared for certain things, but that's kind of a deep hole. I think we're just a deep hole. I think we're Why just talking about. Why would you prepare to about, be in a deep hole? Well, no, I'm saying that that subject is a very, well, not necessarily a deep hole, but it's a very so do you broad carry, subject. Do you carry like a rope ladder with you to get out of the deep hole? <laughs> no, but or do you carry a rope. You carry a rope? For what? What are you going to use a rope for? <laughs> to hang yourself? So you you can use die. rope to make shelter. You can use it to fix things. Like you should always have some rope. What about just duct tape? Does duct tape count? Duct tape's good. Yeah. Yeah. You could do something with duct tape. It just weighs a lot more. You could do something with duct tape. And it's not. It's not something that's gonna last. Why couldn't forever. I just pull the thread out of my shirt and weave it together? Into well, a rope? what some people do is they wear belts that are made out of paracord that have been I braided a, into a, a rope. I had a belt on. It was leather though. See, I think your problem is is you're afraid of ingenuity and evolution. See, when you don't bring all this stuff with you, you have to invent new ways to solve problems. Okay, so so one so we could tie this into being prepared is is being prepared for a, an instance where you don't have tools to make things. Mm -hmm. You prepare yourself to know how to get by without those tools. Yeah, that's where your phone how to do comes in super now, handy. There's a difference between putting yourself in that position intentionally or preparing for it if it ever happened to you unintentionally, right? Wait, say that again. There's a difference between <laughs> putting yourself in a position intentionally where you don't have tools to survive and you yeah, have to be creative. Yeah, because that's what you want to do. And, th and the other side, which is knowing how to survive without tools but not putting yourself in that position intentionally. But what's the point of knowing that if you never put yourself in that position? Because things can happen accidents happen think there's things that are but if you're always prepared for those accidents well we can't we happen. can't be perfect all the time right so i think what we're getting at in this show that's is just that's your opinion i think what we're getting at in this show is not necessarily the broad spectrum of of what is being prepared for this or that or that it's more the idea of preparing for something before right. you go whether that's mentally physically what would you uh, with with actual items and gear right it's what, just what the idea surrounding 
being prepared, right? You're being a smart person. What are you saying? <laughs> Wait, so I think a lot of people just go do things, especially you're talking about like a national park. Sometimes there's people there, not this time of year. I like, would say the majority of the people are that way. They yeah. just go do stuff and they never think about yeah. anything that could go wrong. Yeah. So I, so would you say like, what, what would be like a, I think a good starting point would just be telling someone where you're going. Cause if something does go wrong, if no one knows that you are out doing something or in a general area, I mean, where do you even start looking for somebody? Yeah. I think that's probably one of the most basic ways to prepare is just if you're going to go do something, someone should know where you're at. So do you think it's a good idea to pack like massive logs with you so you could write a sign of SOS in like the snow or something for someone to... That makes no or sense. Like, Why would you do that? Well, so that people from the air can see you. No. Oh. Why would you pack massive logs? Well, they don't have to be logs. They could be like just a lot of selfie sticks. Well, I'm just trying to help people out if they needed to write S... What does SOS stand for? Like, I could see if you got stuck and you're just like, S-O-B? <laughs> Is that them just not wanting to be too vulgar when they're, like, mad that something happened to them? No. S-O-S is a universal distress call. I think it started out meaning save our ship or save our souls. And it's, sounds like it's, a, a, it's a Morse code distress signal. That sounds way deeper than just, I need help out of this situation. Save our souls. That's like... That's like metaphysical. Well, I mean, point. theoretically, you, you should never need to use SOS. So. so if you see SOS, do you go in there, like share the gospel and then leave and not actually help them? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that what they're asking no. for? Oh. Wait, so let's get back on track. So <laughs> so before we before people go out and do stuff, like, yeah. and we're, 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 we're approaching it from an outdoor aspect here. Yeah, so you're going Why hiking, is it important hunting, to prepare? fishing. Right. Why is it important so, to prepare? So I talked things about things go wrong, right? Right. I talked about that it's this that it's important to prepare not only mentally but also physically and also with equipment, possibly depending upon what you're doing. And right? so you prepare for any and every possibility. Not necessarily. So I, I think you, that you should. Do you bring anything in case there's an alien abduction and you get probed? What do you bring for protection? <laughs> no. <on that? laughs> no. Oh. I think that people that are that want to be smart and prudent, they should think about. Okay. Minor things or even major things that could possibly go wrong before they go do something. Right. right. Like, and like, even if they just do the most basic thing of, pre of, of preparing to do something, even the most basic thing, like just telling someone where you're going, sure. that's preparing. Sure. At least you're doing something. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I think that is one I think of what we're getting at is you shouldn't just go jump into things. What if you want to be spontaneous? There's nothing wrong with being spontaneous. Yeah. But... Most people don't just go hike to the top of a mountain with avalanche shoots spontaneously. Um, maybe they do. I, I'm not saying there was... Are you referencing my hike? I'm not yes. saying there was avalanche shoots. <laughs> Again, I'm not an expert at reading the snow. It's kind of like reading hieroglyphics. But it looked like there could have been a chance of something like falling and it being white. That's us. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> okay, so yeah. Tell people where you're gonna go. Bring something for the alien abduction, and should you bring a GPS? No, with you? no, I don't think that we should get into the specifics of everything you need to bring because that changes based on what you're doing. I think we're just talking okay. about the idea behind as people being smart, you should prepare before you go do stuff, and that's more than just throwing a bunch of stuff in a backpack. You know, you should you, you bring two be... backpacks? <laughs> Why? So you can bring extra stuff prepare for more things or what if the one backpack what if what goes wrong is the seam breaks on one of those backpacks and you need an extra backpack 
Zach, you are so dumb. <laughs> Wait, you said I was underprepared. And by the way, I prefer over-extemporary, not underprepared. And and now you're saying I'm thinking too much about it. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm just saying that we should be smart before we go do things. So I remember a saying, because even though I don't prepare for things, I did go through classes about, you know, survival, what you should do in those situations. And one of the things I remember is the saying that if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Yeah. Do you know who said that? No, but I'm pretty sure it was talking about your birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a Ben Franklin quote. Ben Franklin said that. Was that before or after he was catching electricity on well, his kite? He didn't really understand what it was, so he learned for the rest of us. Oh, are you sure Ben Franklin said that? Yeah, it's a Ben Franklin quote. I'm like 99.7% sure. Kind of like the death rate of COVID. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. I, I think I think that's actually a pretty good quote. I think because like what we're talking about, a lot of people just don't think about it. They just go do things. I think some of it is, especially because they're getting places in their car, they feel safe in their cars and they don't. So a yeah, lot of it is just never, driving places. They don't think what could go wrong. Yeah, people if I never go down expect this road. for something to go wrong, and then something does go wrong. Right. So as simple as starting with telling someone where you're going. Sure. If you're going outdoors, tell someone where you're going. Sure. I mean, that's that's easy. Because then if anything goes wrong and you don't come back, at least they know where to start looking for your body. Yeah. Because you never <laughs> want a good funeral plot to go to waste. <laughs> but also mentally preparing yourself thinking about a few things that possibly could go wrong and and being ready to approach those uh beforehand even if even if the odds of it are, are very slim you know like alien abduction just like like alien like abduction. oh alien abduction yeah the odds of that are pretty slim when was the last time someone was abducted by an alien that i mean i don't personally know somebody <laughs> there's a few people that i think might have been you're really hung up on alien abductions Dude, today. I just want to be prepared for anything. It seems like that's the only thing you're worried about. Well, so far, you haven't given me anything <laughs> to be prepared for that. But yeah, if you're going to go out in the woods somewhere, tell someone where you're going and have a pack with a few things in it, like water, some food, maybe a jacket, something to start a fire with to keep warm. Selfie stick. That's better than nothing. Yeah, I would agree. And pack gasoline. Actually, diesel's better because it doesn't burn as fast. <laughs> Can you don't pack? Have you ever packed an extension cord? (laughs) No. Why not? Why? Because electricity powers so many things, and you could plug it in before you go. You're only walking like a hundred feet from your truck. Well, it depends upon which length cord you buy. I've been to the hardware store. I've driven past it, and (laughs) I'm pretty sure they have those in there. So I guess we're not getting too specific here. I kind of want you to be specific because you're Mr. Prepared. Give me a scenario. Okay. Like if you want to be specific. How about about use my my scenario? So we're we're hiking in Glacier. There's snow and ice. There's fresh snow. We're climbing 3,600 feet. It's a really long hike. It's about 10 to 12 miles long. Round trip or round trip? Round trip, not one way. It felt like that one way. I don't think they're accurate on their distance measuring. My feet afterwards said it was 25 miles. <laughs> <laughs> so so that scenario, you're just going for a day hike. You're in a park. The conditions are snowy. There's deep snow as you get up there. There's fresh snow. Some snow's been packed down. The, it's a sunny day, but there's fresh snow from the night before. I yeah, think you there, need to a, mention again that there was snow. Oh, yeah. There was a little bit of snow from the night before that accumulated on top of the snow that was already there. So there was snow. 
We've established that. There was a little bit Have of snow. Have we established there was snow? There was also ice. Oh, okay. Is ice and snow the same thing? They're both water. Yeah. What is the chemical reaction or process you need to turn ice into water? Heat. <laughs> Which you can produce through just hiking. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's your scenario. Go. What are you packing? Well, okay, so here's the thing. We're talking about prep, right? So it's yes. not just packing. You, you need to research. So are you, are you, need you like to look up where you're going and know what you're getting into before you get there. Okay. I would check the weather. You Is were, it, if it's storming, I wouldn't go. It's not storming. Okay. We checked the weather the day before. It right. stormed the night before, so you're golden. You, you, you found a trail map that tells you where it goes the day of, so you know where you're going. It tells you it's this long. Yeah, so now you know. What are you, what are you doing? Well, okay. So knowing that there's snow, since we established that, they're, I they're, they're dress, appro- dress appropriately. Which is what tank top, <laughs> maybe underneath something. But I would layer appropriately. How so many that you could... layers of underwear? What? No, just one pair of underwear. Oh, are you gonna let me answer? You're just I, gonna I keep just, interrupting with your I dumb just comments. Want specifics. That's hurtful, dude. So what I've got from you so far is you have used a drone to scout out the area. <laughs> 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 you you so i would definitely send someone in first to show you the trail for me do you let search and rescue know beforehand that you're going <laughs> no well you said to tell somebody no just let your buddy know where you're at or your what brother, if your buddy so so it's okay so like i was with my wife and i told her where i was going but she's that with you though but so I still if you told two her, had gotten lost no one would know where you're at but that still counts unless you have cell phone signal because then they can pinpoint your phone yeah but if you don't i would plan to not have cell phone signal if you're going hiking somewhere in the woods now not everyone can afford it but you can get little gps Mm -hmm. satellite text messaging uh gps's right um right where you can send messages over satellite or or search and rescue can find your location but not everyone has those so i would so if you had that would you need anything else yeah but i would Knowing that most yeah. people don't have one of those, I would just tell someone where you're going. Okay, so you've told someone where you're going, and you, and you've dressed appropriately, which is not jeans. No, don't wear cotton. Cotton sucks. It's probably the worst material you can is wear in the woods. Is spandex better? Spandex is usually an additive to like polyester or something else, just to give it stretch. It's not usually the the main content in high quality clothing. But don't I would use synthetics, not or or wool, like merino wool, not cotton. Cotton doesn't retain heat when it's wet. It does it retain insulate. water though. It's terrible. It definitely retains water. My jeans were soaked. Well, everything retains water to some degree, but something like Which is wool, good because then if you get thirsty, you can just like suck wool it out of your clothes. It's still warm when it's wet. Cotton is not. I had wool socks on. You should be proud of me. Well, that's a start. Yeah. Okay, so you you you've dressed appropriately. You've planned it out. So now you're gonna take a pack. Are you going to take a fanny pack? Because that seems more of your style. No, I would take a backpack. <laughs> oh, is that with your fanny pack? Do you wear the fanny pack in the front or behind? <laughs> I don't wear a fanny pack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what your hang up on that is. but You just seem like the fanny no, pack just, kind of guy. No, just pack some basic things like water, food, stuff that you have in your home, right? So throw some matches or a lighter in so you mm-hmm. have something to Should keep you warm bring vitamins? if you get into an emergency situation. Why would you need vitamins? So to stay healthy. What about B12? Dude, I have no response to you. That's so dumb. I just, you got a plan for everything. Okay, so we got we got water. You said some matches. 
Um, matches or a lighter, something that you can yeah. that you can start a fire with if you get an or emergency if you're situation. a smoker because if it's, it's cold probably a out, good thing too. Even if it's warm out, it gets cold at night, right? So let's say you get lost or you break a leg, you need to have some some method of warmth. Break a leg's a good thing, right? They say that before you like go on sh- sh- a show or something. No, <laughs> so you're like going hiking, and you're like break a leg. Let's talk about like why in general it's good to be okay, prepared. Let's get and back think to that. about being prepared, right? Because if you're not prepared. <clears throat> Thing, you're just when paired. things go <laughs> when things go wrong you don't know how to handle the situation or you don't have anything to handle the situation right so that's why you plan ahead right because if you yeah. don't plan ahead you've how you've, many how many days do you think you should spend thinking of all the things that could go wrong i, I don't know we're just talking about in general here. yeah like <laughs> like if you are a smart if prudent, you're smart if you're smart prudent person like the bible says yeah. then you should be thinking about things before you go so, do them so the bible also says to trust god yes and that if your foot falls he'll command his angels concerning you so that to me sounds like you shouldn't prepare that's not trusting god but isn't that blind faith and blind faith is dangerous i i think blind people can be faithful too. <laughs> <laughs> but should they be out hiking is that why you need those trek poles so you know where the trail okay at? so if you're gonna go along with what you just said and a blind person goes out hiking yeah then they shouldn't take their walking stick with them why not because they can just trust god to keep them on the trail oh that's a good point that's a good point you're agreeing with me no i'm saying that you're right <laughs> that what you just said makes no sense because that's if, essentially what you're saying what if he has a seeing eye dog that's still preparing so, so if we're going to go with what you said, yeah. where we just have faith in God, then that person who can't see anything just goes and hikes the trail with no help at all. Yeah. Is it a bad thing? And hopes they that, stay on the trail. That, that quote from the Bible is also used by the devil. I mean. To, te- to tempt Jesus. I don't know. I mean, the devil's a better theologian than us, so. Definitely you. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, what I'm getting at is I think that there's a, we're always supposed to trust God, but there's a thin line between someone trusting god or just being presumptuous where they don't plan because because god works through means so like a good example i've always liked this example is there's there's a story where a guy uh is out on the lake and his boat sinks and he's sitting there in the water drowning right he's barely treading he's treading water he's barely standing above water and a boat comes along and they're like hey do you need some help and the guy's like nope god will save me and so the guy's like are you sure he's like yep god will save me so another boat comes along same thing another boat same thing well then the guy can't tread water anymore and he drowns and he dies and he goes up to heaven and he goes like god why didn't you save me and god's like what are you talking about i sent you three boats <laughs> and, and so some of the point is i think we can we can get to where we're presumptuous in the sense that we're looking for a miracle instead of the things that god yeah and, and jesus's response to the devil i think was don't put god to the test and there can be a way where you're actually testing god where where god's given you means like he's given you a backpack and survival stuff that you can get beforehand and do the planning. Right. Um, and Proverbs twenty-seven twelve says, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. And the reason I like that is is because a prudent man, right, He's it right. means he's careful or wise in practical matters, right, and how he handles things. He has good judgment or common sense. And I think kind of tying that passage into what we're talking about is that if you're being wise, using common sense and good judgment, you're preparing for things before you go do them, right? Right. So if there is a foreseeable evil or a foreseeable death, you don't go do that thing, right? That, that's like not saying a that we don't. That has a that's not saying we don't percent death, <laughs> right? That's not for <laughs> saying we. That's not saying that we don't take risk. 
I'm saying, but we prepare for that risk. So, so you, would you just buy a coffin beforehand then? <laughs> <laughs> also, so does this mean blind people are just screwed? Because no. they can't no, see evil. No, because they coming. have ways of preparing for things. No, you're right. Braille. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, there's also in in Luke 14, I think. he Yeah, 14. He talks, Jesus is talking and he says, for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him. And what king going to make war against another king does not sit down and first consider whether he's able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Basically the same thing. It's, it's see what the risk is, see what's going on and see, count the cost. Do you, are you able to do this? Right. Basically prep, prepping is a good thing. Right. Just mentally preparing. Is that why so many people bought toilet paper last year? They were just counting the cost. I think Would it's you? Because people are selfish. Yeah, that's debatable. Well, so, so on that subject... I think that that's why people should learn to be self-sufficient because in this day and age, getting kind of outside of just the outdoors thing, if we're reliant on the government or we're reliant on other people for all of our needs, then if something goes south and something goes wrong, we're completely helpless, right? So part of preparing is preparing ourselves, being self-sufficient, knowing how to do things, having skills to accomplish things. Yeah, I think that's part of it, but you also need some of prepping is also surrounding yourself with a community that can help you too it's not just i need to be able to do it well, all on there's my own. a difference you can't between do everything on your own there's a difference between surrounding yourself with a community and being a part of that and surrounding yourself with a community of people you're mooching off of and taking from mooching. and never contributing is that like smooching without an s no oh so back to what you carry in your pack have you stopped carrying tampons <laughs> what i don't <laughs> You don't? No, but or I, you know, stop. I know a lot of people in the military do that. That's a real thing? Yeah. I've heard of guys that do it because, it, like, if you have a wound. You sure those are guys? It's really good to stop blood, especially bullet holes. Wait, so you're saying. That's why it's, it's a good popular thing in the military. To carry tampons. I, I'm saying that, that that's not unheard of, yes. Hmm. Now, I don't know that it's really that common, but I've I mean, heard of people carrying them, yes. Yeah. I for mean, the reason I mean, of I medical. Like, for medical reasons. So when did you stop? <laughs> i never did <laughs> that's a loaded question that is a loaded question which is what we're we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about today is our, our fallacy of the day is is loaded questions a loaded question assumes something in the question usually the response you're getting so in that case i'm assuming you already carry it when i ask you if you stopped okay it's a good it's a good technique to win argument do you know why women and children are evacuated first in a disaster why? So that we can think about a solution in silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that's a good joke. <laughs> I like that joke. See? I laughed. That's good. Yeah. So would you say that God is a prepper? That God is a prepper? Yeah. Would you say that's a quality uh, of God? I don't know. I guess I don't really understand your question. Well, well I would say that you're saying we should prepare... And I think that planning ahead... Well, God has planned everything out. Well, exactly. Out. Couldn't you argue that, that God... I mean... Okay, so so here's the thing. Prepper has a very, like, negative connotation on it. Oh, it does? It does. Because preppers are considered, like, wacky people. Are those people that have gone to, like, really high-end Ivy League schools? No, like, when, you, when you throw the prepper term around, you think of somebody that's got, like, 10,000 pounds of grain sitting in their basement for the apocalypse, right? 
but she, so it's didn't got a you very say to prepare for term. everything? That no, for sure. I'm just saying when you throw that out there, that's not the first thing people think about. I think people think about it as a negative. Doesn't God say he owns a cattle on a thousand hills? Yeah. <laughs> so he's the ultimate prepper. <laughs> I guess so. Because uh, he owns everything. Yeah. No, I, well, what I'm getting at is I think you could make the case, like you're saying God plans everything. Or, I mean, I would say God plans everything, but you could even more generally, people say God has a plan, don't worry, kind of a thing is a source of comfort. And if he's got a plan, then that means he's thought of it beforehand and that he's made a plan for things that have or will go wrong. And I think you even have in Ephesians where he talks about uh, choosing us before the foundation of the world or knowing us before the foundation of the world shows that he thinks ahead for things. And I think you can tie that into how and why we should think ahead for things as well, because God does it. And so it's a good thing. Yeah. And he sets an example for us in that because he's not surprised by anything because he plans for whatever could go wrong. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree. So why don't you ever prepare for anything then? Well, I do. <laughs> you just don't think I do. I prepare for different things than you prepare for. See, the things oh, I think of going okay. wrong are like... I won't get Alien that, abductions. That, that, dude, that's a real, possibly a real thing. And, and if it did, you want to prepare for it. And, I mean, think about it. If you need the perfect picture, you need a selfie stick. Whereas you are like, well, if I run out of water, what am I going to do? Do you I know mean, people die every year from trying to take pictures of have, themselves with selfie that. sticks? I have heard they that. They fall off of the side of mountains or cliffs. So how do you prepare falls. for that? Do you just wear a parachute with you the whole time? Maybe don't take a selfie stick. That seems way too simple. <laughs> so I guess we should, we should wrap this up because we've rambled a lot. Uh, but basically, I guess the point of all this, using my trip as an example, is that you should... You should think ahead. You should prepare for things. It's it's biblical. God calls us to to be prudent, to see evil, to count the cost. And so we should, especially if you're going out into the woods, because a lot of things can go wrong, especially if like conditions are bad. There's been snow, like what happened to us. You should plan for those things, especially the thing, the conditions that are more likely based on what you're doing. So if you're going somewhere cold dress warm if you're going somewhere hot don't dress at all those types of things <laughs> and that and and god was a prepper and a planner is i guess i should say not was <laughs> and so it's we we should emulate him as well sure um so do we have some plugs unlike your hair plugs <laughs> well i have a really good story for oh, you. oh let's hear a story let's, let's finish with a story i love stories okay. so a minister once told his congregation next week i plan to preach about the sin of lying Okay. To help you understand my sermon, I want you all to read Mark 17. Mm -hmm. So the following Sunday, as he prepared to deliver his sermon, the minister asked for a show of hands. He wanted to know how many had read Mark 17, and nearly everyone's hand went up. The, mister, the minister smiled and said, well, Mark only has 16 chapters, <laughs> so I'll now proceed with my sermon on the sin of lying. <laughs> That's a dirty trick. <laughs> uh, That's a dirty trick. That's a good that's good. So, uh, Jordan, where can people find us? Yeah, uh, you can find us at our website, brothersargue.com. We're on Facebook or yeah. any of your favorite podcast apps. Yeah. We're pretty much everywhere right now, so yeah. check and, us out. And if you like us, share us with other people, too. Let other people know that um, even though Jordan's on here, the show's still somewhat savable. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, that'll wrap us up. Uh, remember, if you're arguing with Jordan, don't forget to ask him if they make the shoes he wears for men. <laughs> <laughs> until next time everyone love God and go have a disagreement with someone <laughs>